Previously on Derpy Show. You wanna go to the Derp Dome, you gotta play the Herp Toll. Derpy Show. Okay. Joe, you were forbidden from wearing snaps the other day. <laughs> I told you you weren't allowed to wear those anymore. <laughs> Derpy Show. Oh god. You're like a walking train wreck. I don't want to look at you, but I can't stop. Derpy Show. Edgar, don't be a punk ass bitch. <laughs> And and um, why the why the silver and gold? Is this is this like a Yukon Cornelius thing going on here? Derpy show. I gotta go follow him, make sure he doesn't die. Derpy show. Not the pizza, the paper towels, not the pizza. Derpy show. I guess he does technically have an unfair advantage in the sense that there is pizza here for him to work with. <laughs> what is that? How does that we'll work? see if he can use egg and pizza simultaneous. Derpy show. So I Google myself daily to see what comes up. <laughs> Derpy show. Are two men staring at their phones. Is he playing Bejeweled in the middle of this fucking challenge? He is. Fucking turn that shit off! Derpy show. Syphilis. The sixth sheik's sixth sheep is sick. Syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah, not syphilis. Sibilance. Syphilis? Sibilance. Sibilance? Yes. Sibilance. Syphilis. Close enough. Snorlax and I got back together for this episode, but we could not snag the other two derps. So, uh, I am Boar, and this is DJ Snorlax. Hey guys, it's me, DJ Neofast. Hey, it's Robo Joe. And you're about to have DJ Snorlax. I'm the Boar. So welcome guys to part two of Herp and the Derp Dome. So you guys know, we actually had a, an extra long recording session for the Herp and the Derp Dome. We actually recorded all live one long day, all sorts of action-packed excitement and terror and oddly a large amount of humping, and we just couldn't fit that into just one episode, could we? It was mainly due to Robo Joe that all the humping happened. That's true, that's true. He really misinterpreted Two Men Enter, One Man Leaves. Yeah, that was uh, a little bit of a mess to clean up too. Yeah. What we've decided to do is actually split this up. You're going to get the rest of the Herp and the Derp Dome, the climactic conclusion in which you guys will be, be able to discern who is the derpiest of them all, DJ Neo Faust or Robo Joe. And we also have a few holiday surprises for you because it is the, uh, the Derp Tide season. At least one surprise. At least one surprise. Maybe two. Maybe two. But probably just one. So yeah, enjoy, uh, enjoy the rest of the Herp and the Derp Dome, and uh, make sure to look us up on Facebook or Tumblr or Twitter. We, we do all the social medias here at Derpy Show. Yeah, we are totally social with our media. Yeah, we say hi and give it a handshake. We claim that we were the reason that Tumblr went down a week ago or two weeks ago. Whether that's true or not, we still claim that. I think it was true. Yeah. I did everything I could. I mean, I've been I, tumbling pretty hard these days. I was just clicking refresh over and over again. So, that could have done it. That's what they call one of those denial of service attacks. Yeah, DDoS. <laughs> I don't know if it was distributed, though. Oh. I don't know. So, so if we were doing this for a reason, we'd be a hacktivist. If we're just doing it 
Did for no reason, would that make us hack derpists? Um, I think it would at least make you an anarch derp. An anarch derp? <laughs> Derparchist? Derparchist? I, which do you like better, guys? Anarch derp or derpicist? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of Derpy Show. That's right, today is Herp in the Derp, Derp Dome! Dome. Yeah. Oh god. It's been called the ultimate Derp Down yes. of ultimate Derpstony. It has been called that. It has Brain. also been called um, a couple of greased pigs humping a doorknob. But That's going to be later. We're gonna save that for later. Is that what the greasy of the vent is for? Wait, is that wait? Is that why there's an outdoor version? Oh God! Well, so we do have to go to a farm later. I, yeah. We didn't. We didn't reveal that. You guys know oh, now. What? <laughs> Old McDonald had a pig and a doorknob, but that pig ain't for eating. Derby show. There's something that really touched my heart this week. Um, I actually was watching the computer the other night when. City of Heroes shut down their servers for good. Oh, and I'm pretty sure really? most of the people in this room probably at least Holy touched City of Heroes shit. at least yeah. I, uh, I beta tested for that. I did too. And did full on like old max to like 40 and above. Did you ever play City of Heroes? I, I, I never actually played, but I know a lot of people that did. Pissed me off everybody was like, DC Online! Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's always sad to see the death of an MMO. It, I mean, One of the things that was really great about that game is how customizable your characters were. Yeah. Like, it was the first one that really let you well completely alter the way they look. Look, and the power and then, sets Yeah, and give them completely different powers. Well, like, I had a guy that I made really tiny, and I made him look like a bug, and I gave him extremely powerful legs and jumping ability and sonic powers, and I called him the Noisy Cricket. That was one of my favorite <laughs> characters. Well, that's nice. Like, he could jump was that like a crazy. Black, was that a Men in Black reference? Sort of. Yeah, close. Yeah. Sort of. Well, but, I... I really liked that part of the game was that you could write your own backstory in the character box. You had your a description yeah. section. Yeah. So you would go around and read. I remember seeing, like, there was a guy. I distinctly remember this. This has been, I mean, this is probably almost ten years. Like, oh, three, eight oh, years, four, and, eight, eight nine around. years ago when I first yeah. saw this. But it was a guy, um, and he was in a samurai outfit. And his character name was The Next to Last Samurai. <laughs> and it was like, he arrived, for the, he arrived for the most important battle of all time. He was a day late. He missed the battle. <laughs> that was like his whole description. It was nice. just like so ridiculous. Nice. But that was kind of what Hero City of Heroes was. It was the early days. But the same studio, Cryptic Studios, did another game once they left. Uh, I can't remember what company published it. It was NCSoft. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, but you could customize it even further. You could customize small bits. Was, of it, champions. was it Champions? Champions, champions yeah. yeah. Champions Online, I think, is still going or something like that? <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. It's Basically, I think that's one of the reasons they shut it down was because Champions is what they're doing now, and yeah. it's... a Basically, just an updated, better version updated. of yeah, the engine's uh, good and of uh, well, City of Heroes. What's so sad about it, though? I have a lot of games from my childhood that I like to play, True. but like I want to play Mario Brothers on Nintendo. Either I can find a Nintendo, or I can get emulator. an emulator. Uh, I can find emulators for Monkey Island. I can find emulators for the Commodore 64. I can find emulators, map, you know, arcade emulators. You'll never be able to play this game again. Yeah, the servers are down. down. If you approach the studio and publishing company. Sometimes they could sell you a license, or you could just get the actual server software or image to run on your own private server. Like, you, they did that with, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Hellgate London. You approach the studio that did it, and be like, hey, we want to still have a multiplayer server. And they're like, cool, computer. cut us a big check. 
Well, sometimes they ask for like you know just a licensing fee, but otherwise they're just like, sure, go ahead, or say, hey, I made it, um, I I got this download. I'm gonna start up my own little private server. Is this okay? And sometimes the if you get the blessing from the publisher or the actual like developing like company, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. I wonder if someone's done that with NCSoft because I was I surprised at how many people were logged on to see the end. There were so many people in the middle of Atlas City on the big statue of Atlas in the city hall. Mm -hmm. It was freaking. There's people there showing off their characters, dancing, mm. doing stuff. It was crazy. And it was kind of anticlimactic. Like Nothing I don't know happened. I don't know what I wanted. Like I don't know the what just went blank now. It just it just went, you know, like server countdown, server countdown, and then it just went you've been kicked off the servers, the servers are now shut down. Like no. just a, like a little it, it wasn't like when uh the new Final Fantasy fourteen when that shut down because they're doing the relaunch of it in a few months. They had like a huge in-game event that like lasted a month or something, and then they ended it with like a really really epic video. Have you seen that? No, it's no, really that sounds cool. cool. But it's no, awesome. it was just it was just like someone turned the switch off and everything went dark. Wait, is Ultimate Online Renaissance still going on? Uh, well, they're like a about lot five of... expansion packs beyond that now. I know and it's yes. beyond yeah, Renaissance. I know, but if it's still going, but on a lot shit. of the but a lot of those games. I mean, hell, I think. Uh, the original EverQuest still has live servers. No, no, no. no. Yeah. The, the first well, EverQuest went down, I think. No, they still, they still no, have... I'm pretty sure there are still servers. Okay, I thought that, I didn't know the vanilla And, like, I well. mean, Dark Age of Camelot, I mean, that's one of the original MMOs, too, and I'm pretty... That sure. died. Did that die? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that went down a long time ago. Like, I mean, but, like, you'd be surprised. Like, a lot of those old-school, like, MMO stuff, they're still floating around out there. It could be that... Um, private servers sometimes. Private yeah, servers yeah. Some, stuff, some yeah. games are pretty easy to emulate, like... Uh, Ultima Online, you can yeah. run it with like a really tiny server program. Yeah. Like, I, I like, used to run a UO server. Do you ever? For a few do you years. remember? Uh, oh, what was it? It was like an anime kitschy thing. It was like Ragnaros or something like that. Ragnarok, 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 Ragnarok Online. Yeah, that's yeah. still going on. Yeah. That yeah. was still going on. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, yeah, that was the uh, like it was 3D world, but it had sprites. It, yeah, yeah, it was. It was nifty. I mean, well, I played it. I used to play. I used to play it in high school at yeah, school that because it was story. like it was like down. It was and like RuneScape online. was a big thing. I think. And then Planet RuneScape's still around. And then Planet Side Two just came out. If you guys ever yeah, played Planet Side, play, actually too. Yeah, yeah Planet Side was pretty fucking cool back in the day. You'd have like hundreds of people trying to yep, take yep. a bridge. Yep, yep. It was insane. It'd take hours. It was like real combat almost. So I haven't played Planet Side Two yet because I got in the beta. And they kept doing like little beta events where you had to like catch it. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, you know, it's only like for like three the first days or something. Like that, yeah. And every time I tried to log in, it was like, sorry, we're not available right now. Yeah. So I just got frustrated after trying yeah, so many like, times, and I haven't even I, touched it yet since it came that out. That sucks. I need but a like, video card. I remember a lot of. I remember playing uh, uh, the original Planet Side like fucking in high school with a bunch of uh, my friends. And we, oh yeah, and we'd like we'd set up, and then, but the thing is, like, we'd be like a five man group, but there'd be literally hundreds of people on each side, yeah, and it'd be like straight yes. up real combat. I mean, you'd have people in vehicles, you'd have to move up in formation or and stuff, or you'd get squads, wrecked. Though. Well, no, no, that time it was just chaos, like everybody's separate in their own squad, and they're doing their own thing, and it's like, well, what the hell's yeah, going like on? you had, but the thing is, it was cool because you actually had to have coordination to get anything accomplished That's if true. you didn't. If you didn't actually talk to everybody else that was playing at the time, you'd never do anything. Yeah, one of the things I really appreciated about that game was it was an MMO where if you were a level one, you could still make a difference against like higher level oh, characters. Oh yeah, like, because you could get in a you could get in a vehicle and just well, you have to work your way to a vehicle, but you could get into a position or a role where you can actually like man a turret, yeah, or uh, fulfill a role with like sweeping a uh, like a laboratory or taking yeah. out vehicles and stuff. 
It was it was it was pretty cool. It was like a MMO. It was like a first person shooter MMO with like world fucking global warfare mechanics. It, it was, was pretty huge maps. Yeah, stuff. it was like yeah. MMO plus tribes plus like yeah. battle first tribes, yeah. tribes was it the newest tribes came out recently. I played that Ascent, I played that for maybe about like a week or so and I just I stopped. It's free to play as well. I have a lot of fun with tribes and like I've played it quite a bit and I even put some money in it to buy guns. Oh, Ascent stuff. Um, I never I never played tribes. I played a lot of Civ. It's basically a uh, think of Unreal and like uh, 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 Quake with vehicles oh, okay. and capture the flag. Oh, that sounds pretty much cool. Was with skiing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the most fast paced FPS you can play. It's pretty damn yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Hey, like, how about Counter Strike? For, if you, uh, that's, if you, that's my bag, man. Like, there's Years such a high school. learning curve that even though it's an FPS, you can like if you played a shitload of FPSs but you've never played a Tribes, you'll go in there and you'll not hit anybody for like a few hours. A few hours, yeah. yeah. Until <laughs> you get used to it. The arc it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a lot of. It's like a lot of like um, what's it called? What's the thing when you aim ahead of something? It's called yeah. Uh, you, uh, have, you have to pre. It's a lot of lead and uh, like you. And you there's start ordinance to and stuff. Like you have to like. Yeah, there's there's lob and ordnance. There's sometimes lasers. There's sometimes rail guns that you have to hit on. You can call down airstrikes and yeah. shit too. I mean, and and just when you see somebody jump over it, you start to eventually get the arc of where they're gonna land. You're just like, oh crap, I know what's going on here and stuff like that. It, it gets pretty cool actually. But uh, now I did a week of that and I was just kind of like, yeah, that's, that's cool. I just don't have time. That's the thing. It sucks about these games. Yeah. Derpy show. Speaking of not having enough time, like on one hand, I was thinking about the heydays of some games. The MMO I've played by far the most of is World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, fucking weeks wasted. Yeah. <laughs> but I distinctly remember. I I stopped. Distinctly remember, um, All Track Valley back in the day oh. being like 36 hours long. Yeah, like, it, it, like, it, like, like would, you, would you say all of the day? I, I stopped at Battlegrounds patch and then I, I played a little bit for Burning Crusade. That's well, like, the thing is, we've been playing since then, we just still play. I don't, I, I like, stopped, that was just yeah. kind of like... Uh, it's hard to remember, like, what happened when. Yeah, it all bleeds together. So, so Track Valley was part of one of the original Battlegrounds, mm -hmm. it was the 50-plus Battlegrounds, or so 50 to 60. Okay. So and it was essentially tug-of-war, mm -hmm. but with, like, locations and mob and Wasn't it, like, what you call gear-check tug-of-wars, where it's just a mass amount of people no. that would just... It was 40 versus 40, it was a huge amount of players. Items. And, like... It also had mini games because, like, you also had to kill NPCs mm -hmm. that were allied to the other sides. Mm -hmm. But say one person could go around and kill all these wolves and collect furs and make wolf riders, and someone else would collect crystals and summon this giant demon thing. Oh, cool! So you could also send mobs or like creeps towards the other side. That's cool. I like yes. that mechanic. But okay. most of the time nowadays, people just ignore all that stuff. Oh, really? Oh, mm -hmm. it doesn't really change. Just in steam. See how fast you can zerg it and steamroll. Oh, okay. But back in those days, it was so the mechanics of it were so you important. You couldn't do that. You just couldn't mm -hmm. do that. And what ended up happening was you'd get in there. And you'd get in and you'd play and you'd be like, fuck, this is, go this is taking forever. You'd be, you know, getting honor for, for winning and killing people. Mm -hmm. Then you'd be like, oh, I've, been here for I've been in this fucking battleground for an hour and a half. I'm going to go to bed. You, come, you would wake up the next morning and the exact same battleground was still people happening. Just, people just come in and leave and switch out. And so there's no resolution at the end of the battle. No, no, there you is. There's an end. It's yeah. just, it takes forever to fucking it's get just, it's like fucking, Wait, it's it just like to. the castle raids yeah. in fucking lineage too. I remember like joining one. Six hours later, we just got through the gate. Oh no! I'm like be, holy dark, fuck! Dark, yeah. dark Age of Camelot was like that. What to was it? Oh dear too. God! Like I would spend so long. I spent like two months building a giant siege golem. I'd be like, yeah, go. Uh, okay. Since we're talking about old MMOs, did anybody play Shadowbane? 
Yes, you know? I did play Shadowbane because I had the ca uh, catapult launchers to knock down walls and shit. Shadowbane God damn it, was dude. awesome in a way that no other MMO has been for Destructive quite a while. Like, you you would get into a guild, and everybody would accumulate wealth for the guild, mm -hmm. and then the guild would build, like, a city fortress. Yep. That's awesome. And then, like, like in the world, everybody could see it. It was just like in Renaissance, uh, Ultima Online, where you could build up, like, a castle or real estate and build your clan area right there, yeah. too. That and was so cool thing. There would be would you have other guilds it? would have yeah. other cities, and, and, like, another guild could decide they wanted to fight you. And they would throw down a challenge, which was, like, I think it was a stone or a tree or... No, okay, it, it was, was a, a flag. They threw down a No, it was, like, a stone... Or a they bane, bane stone, I think it was it, Yeah, and you had to agree to that. And you had to agree to terms. Like, you had to be like, uh, you had to agree to a battle, yeah. but you could pick the time. You could pick a time frame, too. Like, if it's the battle's not resolute in, like, what, three days, you just stop that. Yeah. And, yeah. So, at a certain time, your city would go destructible. Yeah. Like, it would basically, you had a, a tree in the center of your city that was protecting your city, God, and the bane stone would nullify the tree. So, Holy crap. at that time, like, you, another guild could come in and, like, you would have to defend could your you city against the city? other guild. Could yes. you completely yeah, lose your city? Yeah, you people would come yeah. in with, like, they had, uh, I remember there's normal weapons couldn't like do damage to buildings, but the they would come weapons. in with siege hammers. Yeah. And they would just come in and, like, after oh they God. cleared out your guild, like, after they wiped Killed you out, everybody out they would just start level. beating the crap out of your building. Wait, didn't they, so, so they added a mechanism near the end of that. Yeah, they had you siege could capture, weapons. You could capture and also use siege weapons, too. Yeah, yeah, they added that stuff uh, into it. But the the cool thing about it is, like, well, there would be, like, a guild that would just start assimilating everything and or destroying. See, mm -hmm. I so like, there were really cool things that would happen, like... I was in this guild that was pretty strong, but there was one that was just sort of like the Borg and was taking over everything. Pre-goons. And so yeah. I remember being sent to negotiate with some surrounding smaller guilds to like come band together, together. To band together, together and save our city because I was like, look, we just got banged. We need like two other guilds or more to help us. Otherwise, we're going to get destroyed. And if we get destroyed, you guys are next. Yeah. That's so awesome. So, like, very cool. There was shit like that where you would have to like band together well, to, but to take down. Were, but the battles were so long and it was a grindy, grindy game. Like you, yeah. there was no quest or story that well, you could gather up anything. It was just a grind fest. There, there were a lot of mechanics in that game where you could override the grind mm -hmm. because <laughs> it's coming back to your macros thing. Oh, the bot stuff. Yeah. Later, later on, uh, yeah, you could just like have. It was one of those games where you could get in a party with somebody that's higher level, and they could almost level up for you. They yeah. just killed giant yeah. mobs and. Well, power their security level. wasn't that great too because they had bot. They were just oh, just I, I bots. had bots that would go all night just nuking things. Nice, like, nice. After they uh, allowed flight, I, I just had a character that would fly above just mobs and just nuke from the sky, <laughs> nice. and I could keep them in the air indefinitely and just oh nuke my God. things. Nice, nice. So I'd have all my guildmates just hide behind trees and I'd be like, just stay in the group, just hang out if you want, and just level up. Yeah, oh, nice. But we, but that I, I really like the personal accountability, like the things you can create, you can lose. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I like that about it, and it kind of reminds me. Have you guys heard about the World of Darkness MMO? They're talking about bouncing around. Yes. Where yes. where it's where it's where it's fucking permadeath. Obsessed with it. Yes, I've been obsessed with following that thing. The permadeath like, thing is cool as fuck. But is it only vampires though? I'm is not. I think. I think initially, what it, he was telling me about it, but I think apparently what he was saying was like it starts with vampires and then werewolves might be a later. Expansion. Oh wait, now now is it is it 
old World of Darkness or new White Wolf books? Modern. It's modern World of Darkness. Fuck! But, but, it, but, <laughs> but no, like, the thing is, like, it sounds like a new spin on MMOs, which is cool because yeah. right now everything follows, like, is trying to either unseat WoW or it, it ends up just being a clone that's not as good. This yeah. sounds like it's a totally new spin on MMOs. Because instead of being like, this is your character and you work on this all the time, like, each server is going to be a different, like, city. represent a different real world city. Yeah. Um, and you can cop from server to server by moving from place to place. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if you get powerful enough, then you then apparently uh, as you gain experience, you start yeah, at the highest points. It's not like I'm level ninety, and everyone can be level ninety. You actually have to take power from other. There's only so much power to go around. Oh, is it, I heard it was also so a it's like the Highlander. Longer. No, yeah, it's, it's kind of. like an Eve. The longer you're alive, the more points you build up, just like in the actual tabletop. Well, well yeah, too. but the thing is, it also makes you a lot more combat weary, and sounds yeah. like it'll be more role playing based because well, it's permadeath. And the thing is, like you're trying to build a power base and it, like gain support followers. It's like real world like mob 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 basically like you're trying to gain followers and build a power structure that kind of reminds me of asheron's call had a system like that yeah but the thing is like it sounds like it's almost like a larp in the computer because you have to build a power base but the thing is you you can't be afraid to fight to become the most powerful you have to but you have to do it intelligently enough to where you don't die one of the things they're talking about is this is because like you said, kind of like Highlander. There's, there's so there's only one person who's the most powerful in any given area, mm-hmm. um, because that's just how the game works. You, yeah. who, you kind of remember uh, how Warlord used to work in um, WoW, like the PvP. You, every week yeah. they would give a power ranking, and whoever mm-hmm. was number one would be High Warlord. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Every week there's gonna be one person who's the top, and the higher you go up the hierarchy, you start getting things that are kind of like NPC powers, like. If you're higher level, you can issue like bounties for players or quests or to get boons. people to work for yeah. you. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the old system because still stuck exactly. on yeah. Yeah. Boons. Um, okay. So it's exactly so there's so, primogens and then there's like heads of whatever group and stuff like that. Yes. Cool. So you essentially make little groups underneath you. So now, like, the way I see this playing out is that is whoever gets to the top is just going to be a huge dick and just go around killing. No, them, but like, the thing is, there's uh, I'm assuming there's going to be checks and balances. Not to mention the fact that. While you are the most powerful, you're still all heroes. You know what Wait, I mean? Is it player? Is it completely player controlled? Player? No, like they're driven. like they're going to be NPCs. Well, the way I it was described, gonna they're the going to be NPCs to start, okay. but eventually players will take over those roles. I see. So it'll be completely self sufficient. And if you want that guy's, if you want that guy's job or whatever he does that makes him special, you have to go fucking kill him. Do you and have to? Or is there any way you can convince him to step down? Maybe probably. Maybe like a social situation like, where I'm, he is... I'm, I'm assuming, like, you Because it's, it's vampires, for God's sakes, and yeah. half that game was the social side of things where basically you would just blackmail somebody through, like, deception and have them step down. Not blackmail? Not or you could just show a power, like, listen, cool. you step down or I'll yeah. kill no, you. It's like, it'll be like True Blood where there's a king of Louisiana. There will well, no. likely be a king of Louisiana. Well, no, but Charlie's the thing is, it's, right yeah, now. it sounds like that if there's a leader of each city that's the most powerful, that's Plans, exactly what it'll be. You probably have to think like Sex. there's going to be, be territories. That, well, and be honest, like there's going to be someone in like Louis, like in New York. New York's probably New York is probably going to be the most wanted city because I'm the king of New York. Fuck, you know, I'm the coolest. Now they may have some resource attributes att- uh, attributed to each city. Oh, I'm sure. Like, port cities have more income. Mm. Like a city in Kansas, like Kansas City may not have as much. Like, you know, New York, big mines. 
points. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, like, I can't wait to play the game and be like, I'm really big in Boise. Like, I am the vampire lord <laughs> of, of Boise. Like, yeah. like, like I'm, re I'm actually reading the Anita, Anita Blake books right now, and it's, like, it sounds kind of... I, I, okay, I know I just said that, and uh, fuck Anita, you guys. I don't know what this means, but she was giggling, and... Is it's, like, it's so, yeah, or No, 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 it's, uh... Laura it's K. Hamilton. Smut, right? No, the thing is, like, I thought it was like that, but I'm like six books in, and it's not smutty at all, really. It's more like a six vampire. Six books out of twenty, though. Okay, so apparently it gets worse, but That's I'm not there yet. <laughs> but like, apparently, like right now, it's like they the master vampires accumulate power, build up defenses, and it's all territorial. So like, there's a council that rules over everybody, but you can move in and you know force the power, and you don't necessarily have to kill them to usurp the territory. Where does Suki come into play? That is a True Blood, different, different <laughs> universe. That is a fae, <laughs> and even in, in World of Darkness, they have fae as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, Chain like, queens. yeah, and uh, she's like, what, uh, she's 30, 30, 32% or so? Like, she's, she's like, she's yeah, like she's, less than a 16. Yeah, she's Whatever a 32 But she's not yeah. a changeling, though. She wasn't stolen. No, it was, kid. no, she was just fae. She was, yeah. her grandma, great-grandma had sex with a fucking fairy yeah, or something. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Okay. I read all those. Too. All right, boys. I think it's time to start the derp bait. Derpy show. Or has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but I mean, why it's good though. Very yeah. good. Uh, okay, focus, guys. I've, I've got two, two more. They're not really. They're not really. Uh, these aren't specific questions so much as they are topics for you guys to discuss. Okay. I guess. I guess we could say that the derp bait is over, but we're gonna leave them in the dome for a little bit because we want them to discuss some various things. Okay. Jungle okay. in here. Okay, it's what? It feels like a jungle in here, it's getting hot. Life is a battlefield? Yeah, just like love. It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. No, 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 no clothes, no. Are, clothes are mandatory. In the mandatory. <laughs> First off, Neil Faust is probably gonna have an advantage here, but I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have an advantage place for you too. Philosophy, what do you guys think of it? Let's start off with Neo Faust because he's the, the reigning philosophy major on Derby Show. Before we start, I'd like to point out that I was the philosophy major in college for oh okay so this discussion will take seventeen thousand fucking hours we might have like, to edit I this like down string theory a lot i graduated anyway yeah. start off what are your thoughts on some of your favorite philosophies maybe just just talk about what about philosophy uh, yeah you got to get a little more there, specific. There, there, there's there's my there's my point of thing what about philosophy? yeah go ahead yeah. that's your topic what, go what about, what about, what about it what about it, it? Well, that's the major question because when you propose the major question that's when you can actually discuss the answer even though the answer may not need a may be a objective like the answer may be the question yeah pretty much what is philosophy what about it um my take on it is, is a very important principle everybody should have in life and if you want to get technical with my philosophies i do devote a lot to Gito krishnamurti's uh, approach to extreme subjectivism only in the regards to the fact that that subjectivism implies a uh, offset objectivism so the two implies the both, almost in the sense that I kind of take to the whole Eastern way of thought. I'm gonna leave it like that. Robo Joe. So the question is, what is philosophy? No, not not necessarily. It's how do you feel about philosophy? How does philosophy affect you? What is your personal philosophy? You can go um, into any of those topics. It's well, very general. As far as philosophy goes, I had a philosophy teacher that loved to uh, get me to debate him because I went to uh, my junior college i guess would be the best way to put it or like i got my aa degree in uh polk county so i pcc yeah pc no no psc psc, now. PSC. yeah uh, apparently we're like long lost uh, like cousins or something apparently. we just found this out earlier yeah. 
which kind of makes sense. He's the guy that looks like Brian. It sounds like Brian from. Uh, he's a bigger guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, God we had the same philosophy teacher. Dude, he, he looks dude. like the dude from like Seinfeld yeah. as well too. He yeah. called. He called me O'Brien from 1985. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The sequel to 1984. Wait, that wait. When, when did you? When did you uh, graduate? Uh, oh five. Oh my God. We did have him. Go on. Okay. Same here. <laughs> Um, so now that we found out that they may be cousins, this might be more awkward when you release that video of them making out. It will probably that, be awkward that, for that everyone happen. involving myself. That, that yeah. Okay, anyway, Joe, continue with your um, philosophy. So basically, uh, I don't know. I, I think philosophy, like, I try to be a very introspective person, so philosophy is, I feel like it's important to everybody to kind of analyze what you believe in and try to figure out where you stand on various issues and how you view the world and what happens to you in it. I mean, it, but at the same time, as far as philosophy goes, I mean, I like, I just like to learn and it, philo uh, I, I don't think there's one specific philosophy I exactly adhere to, but it's fun to debate and have a good knowledge base to talk about people with different ideals and how you view the world because you come to enlightenment through debate. You do devote yourself to a philosophy and that's open philosophy. Well, Zen. Oh, I think he just won this one. But I'd like to close by saying that my uh, personal philosophy is 42. <laughs> okay, Douglas Adams reference. Good, good. Also, right. the amount of hours that it takes for sloths to have sex. 42. Okay. Interesting. Relevant. Thanks. <laughs> Interesting little fact injection. The more you know. <laughs> All right, uh, next topic. History. Is it important to you? Why? And what is one of your favorite historical events? Can we go figures or does it have to be yeah, events? Yeah, figures or events. What's up with that? Can we do both? It doesn't Can matter. We do one of each? Yeah, I was going to say one of each Can we do one cool. of each? Yeah. I don't care. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I went to school. I, I went to school for a lot of things, I guess. I changed my major quite a bit, but what I ended up doing was, for some reason, I decided I wanted to torture children and myself by getting a degree in education and history. So, uh, that'll be a good soundbite to edit out later. <laughs> Continue. Um, so I had, uh, as far as history goes, um, one of my favorite figures, ooh, it's a toss up between probably Rasputin. Oh, hell yeah. And, cool. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> asshole. I know. Like, well, asshole. oh dude, the only U S president to participate in over 120 duels. He used to pad the front of his shirt and then stand sideways. He fucked up the Indians though too. He, oh, like, he also uh, annihilated the French at the battle of new Orleans to the last man two weeks after the war was over. Ruthless motherfucker. Oh yeah. And then they, we elected this guy president for some fucking reason. Um, if we had to go with an event, I mean, can, can I just comment real quick on, I'm fascinated that the person that you picked is one of the only people I can think of that has his penis pickled in a jar somewhere. Rasputin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Rasputin is really cool because there's a lot of like lore and folklore and stuff that goes, you that surrounds him. Knowledge around yeah, him. but the thing is like, if you actually research his actual death, like police records from the time, which are, you know, like pre-modern like i mean it happened in like 19 like 1915 to 1920 i think it was 1918 he died around that time so yeah, like yeah. it's pretty like not that long ago and like the actual like police records he was poisoned shot stabbed drowned, drowned hung 
And all of this happened. They in, rolled, in what order? Do you know? Uh, I think he was, he, was, he was poisoned first. Yeah. Then I think he was stabbed. Then he ran from the bar, got shot. Yeah. Then they tried to, they caught him, tried to hang him. That didn't kill him. He down. struggled out. They pulled him down, wrapped him in a carpet, and threw him in the frozen river. And they found him. His arms were outstretched, like he was clawing at the ice with waters in it, water in his lungs. Mm -hmm. So regardless of the fiction, just his death alone, I mean, you can hear the explanations like the poison. They talk about how he was uh, paranoid and built up an immunity over time to yep. it. And if you don't know how to hang somebody, it's very easy to not do that properly it's and they'll survive. Muscles in a certain point too. Well, that and if you don't know how to do it, there was an art to it almost. Yes. So yes. like if you didn't know how to hang somebody, you could. Well, also the last second you could replace. Yeah. Like, oh, not replace, but and then move them and then around. with you know old school firearms, I mean. If it was a pistol from, you know, 20 yeah, yards, it might not through. have done much damage. Yeah. Getting stabbed if it was a non-vital organ, not to mention adrenaline. But regardless, I mean, even if it's fictional or not, like, the facts, this guy was a monster, and there was a lot more to him than meets the eye. Not to mention the fact that he somehow managed to be the right-hand man of the czars, the czars yeah. and was basically keeping their hemophiliac son sick and healing him with what we consider like Monday medicines, but would actually help. Like he was probably giving the kid, he was hemophiliac, Nicholas was hemophiliac. So he was probably giving him things like aspirin to like thin the blood and stuff like that. Um, so he was a very intelligent guy, but this guy was a monster regardless, which is really interesting. Um, but the important question is, why is his dick in a jar on display somewhere? Because it's his phylactery, and what you don't realize is that he's a lich, and he's actually still alive. That's true. So the fact that his dick is in a jar, and yeah, like, so, so if we collect the rest of the body parts, we can oh, actually yeah, resurrect yeah. Oh, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So what you're telling me is that, and I mean, we also saw Hellboy, so he's really not dead. That's, that's so what you're telling yeah. me is that dick is in a jar in the belly of a duck that's in the belly of a hare that's locked in a chest buried underneath an old oak tree oh okay so that's the russian folklore about Koshy. the lich and yeah, yeah you guys are affiliated with uh, random encounter <laughs> so uh yeah but no that's true I, I buy that yeah that's the joke uh, well i thought wait no i thought wait, the guys, russians wait, wanted wait, to like the clone excuse me from that and ate. it is now train break oh. <laughs> Robo Joe I'm really bad at this and I have no rhythm. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I noticed that I had to turn it like somebody's off. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna go and cry now. Continue. It's alright. Alright, train break over. Okay. Favorite historic people, Neo Faust. Person. Person. Or, or peephole, either way. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, maybe you like French peasants in the 1600s, for example. That that could be people that you admire. Or there's this really uh, weird bathroom in Atlantic City where if you look up in one of the holes, you can actually see people doing it. So that that counts too. The people. Yeah, yeah you uh, could like those people. Uh, people. God, um, I have favorite people from like ancient history and favorite people from modern day history. I, I, I well, just go with my modern day one. 
just narrow it down to one. I run the same era as Rasputin, maybe a little bit after. Actually, yeah, a little bit after. Tesla. I Ooh. have been completely Ooh. enamored with his work. Good choice. And the fact is that he was quite a visionary, almost to the point where conspiracy nuts say he wasn't of this time. In the same sense, I've studied much of his residence theories, or basically the, 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 the pavement he laid for anybody to go further study residence theory. theory, uh, residence theory. Um, God, what, what more about him? Um, very humble guy, really was almost utopian in his approach to technology should be used to improve humanity and not be profited off. But if it wasn't for, was it H.D. Moore or Waterhouse, what his name is? Oh, T.D. Waterhouse and Associates. Waterhouse I see Associates. that on TV. If it TV. wasn't for him on that experiment, it, well, whatever the guy's name is, that sponsored his first wireless like uh, um, transmission. And do, you, do you know the guy's name? I don't know. It's D.D. Water. Something. Something. H.D. Uh, no, I just keep going. Huh, some dude basically wanted to profit off of his stuff, and he was like, hell no, and basically got that canceled. But the fact is, he's an unsung scientist, and what is everybody going on? It's really... <laughs> no, either. I'm confused. Please elaborate upon this. Oh, God. You know what? You know what I was referencing? The, the TD Waterhouse, I believe, is an arena that you do concerts at in, uh, in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. well, okay. I was actually referring to old lawyer commercials. No, no, I know exactly where you're saying. Was the name of the guy? Was guy was like it, I don't even know if it was lawyer. It might have just been like a big business. Well, no, the funny part was he was making a totally random modern reference joke and you just kept going like he was right. I guess so. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Yeah, whatever. That was good. All right, let's go to events. Tesla, go on event. Okay, event. Oh. Robo Joe. Should I go conspiracy here? Ooh, I like my conspiracies. There's a lot of good ones. Illuminati scaling people? Oh, well. I don't know if a conspiracy can count as a verifiable well, event. Well, I mean, but the thing it's is. It's a like, historical event, not. I mean, well, it's not a meta historical event. We're well, not talking about Assassin's well, no, Creed but, here. Well, no, I, well, I do love Assassin's Creed, but, but the thing is, like. Uh, I, one of my favorite, like, historical topics is, like, every war that the U.S. has ever been in as, like, an overarching topic because we've never entered into a war with public support without being coerced into it by the government. And it's, like, at this point, it's historical record in fact. Like, in World War One, there was, like, the Lusitania and things like that. In World War Two, there was Pearl Harbor, and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that the U.S. government had a role in manufacturing that event. Mm -hmm. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, I mean, modern, even up to modern days, I mean, if you look at 9-11, there's a lot of sketchy I knew that was coming. That. Mm -hmm. um, but to be fair, I mean, I know 9-11 like, is a near and dear topic to a lot of people, and I don't I want to say it's not a tragedy, but the fact that people can blindly say that we didn't have any prior knowledge and stuff like that, I mean, we've done it, uh, every war the U.S. has ever been in has been... The government coercing public opinion. Every war, World War One, World War Two, yep. Spanish American War, Spanish American the War. The yeah, remember yeah. the Maine? Yeah. When the ship blew up the off Vanna. the coast of Cuba, yeah. and it was the, a boiler accident. The Zimmerman Telegraph. Well, that actually happened. That that yeah that that happened. The X Y Z affair. Yeah, that's true too. Totally. I'm I'm just trying to remember vague things and, and, on, and from like yeah, but but the thing is, all the things you're saying actually happened. But like when it comes to like the Lusitania and World War One, the Amer America said that there was no that it was un attacked unjustly and things like that, and uh, there was actually they were carrying munitions and the German U-boat sank it and then it was full of passengers. Something like only like a hundred Americans died, I believe. It was a very low low number. 
and a lot of the propaganda ads and stuff over the years that were rejected wholeheartedly. So I, I really don't think that this counts as an event. It seems like more of a an overarching phenomenon or something. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, okay, I'll allow okay. it. I mean, I can. I can. Do you want me to get specific real quick? No, I, I like uh, it. I like no, it. That's fine. Grand enough. God yeah. Fine. Okay. We'll allow it and move on to Neofaust. I guess the event. It's it's kind of a tragedy, but I'm obsessed with the fact that this event could have just put us further in the sense of like scientific. It, it doesn't have to be something that you like. Well, it burning, can be something that you're fascinated about, I'm fascinated like with or the like of learning Alexandria, about. The, uh, the library in Alexandria. That ah, has ooh, such that's a good one. Old and expansive knowledge of the ancient world. I mean, we were. You got to think the Greeks are pretty fucking advanced. And the fact that they, the machines they built, very primitive machines in the sense that they were like you know gears. Uh, the, for instance, the mechanism of Deus Ex Machina, or the or the pro, or the protocariat, the well, the machine that measures the stars. Well, that too, and also the primitive like uh, computers or like even their knowledge of like math and philosophy and stuff. They were exactly. way way more advanced than we. Not are only today. that, it wasn't just the Romans. The Baghdad Greeks. batteries. It well, I mean, it's the Egyptian, the, the ancient the Egyptian Egypt knowledge, the Persian knowledge, the Phoenician knowledge. Did you did you ever see the graphite drill bits where they use diamonds? Yes, to yes, that was his, and and the burning of Alexandria. Ancient records. The is, the pyramids. Well, I mean, the big thing about the burning of the, uh, the Library of Alexandria was that it held such a. I'm gonna punch you, <laughs> Pompeii. It, it held such uh, a. Uh, I was like thinking a, of Atlantis. Yeah, thinking of yeah, Atlantis. Yeah, the 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 uh, <laughs> the old uh, Thedavata uh, masters and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the Aryan race. The attack of the sea peoples. Um, Everybody knows that Atlantis is in another galaxy. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Dimension, not dimension. Galaxy. Yeah, wormhole. No, different galaxy. Yeah, ga uh, crab wormhole. people. Crab people. There's Cthulhu. no crab people. Cthulhu. Ooh. No, no, they, they look like drow. Actually, one, one of my if you go through a stargate with enough power, have you ever heard of that? You can get to Atlantis. The bleep, it's a really low noise that they found in bloop. the Pacific Ocean. Bloop, excuse me. It's been explained. And, oh, it has? Oh, the bloop is no longer cool. Oh. Yeah, well, the burning well, of Alexander it wasn't. it was an ice quake, which is pretty cool in of itself. All right, let's, oh, let's, well, let's I mean, let Neofels cool. finish. Let Neofels well, finish. I, I Events like the burning of Alexandria, the Library of Alexandria, are things that just obsess me because a lot of it is either motivated by political reasons or religious region, reasons. Because, for instance, the Arabic regions were such a... Uh, a hotbed of just like new thought, mathematical ingeniousness. It's a word, I know, right? Anyways, and just the fact that religions came in and politics came in and burnt down these libraries or these sleuth of just like, just a sleuth, I, slew of knowledge. He brought just, back the sleuth. I brought back the sleuth, yeah. The sleuth of knowledge. Are we talking about um, uh, Sherlock Holmes? I think we are. Yeah, totally. Um, but just burning of these places just really blow my mind, especially during like the uh, the witch trials or even just uh, the whole um, what's the Inquisition. The Inquisition. A lot of occult knowledge was burnt or just thrown away. Or no, now, with occult not, not to mention the purge in Russia. I mean, it exactly. happens all over the globe at different points in history. Just because you just lose so much knowledge. As, yeah. It, as an application to modern day, can you liken that to what's going on in Louisiana and Texas? Wait, what's going on in Louisiana? What, are they burning books and Bibles now too, or something? It, thanks it, to the internet, it's not, it's it's not a literal burn. Nazis coming to America well, from thing, South America now. The thing is, dude, thanks to the internet, it's impossible to just kill no, knowledge. No, no, well, that's not necessarily. It's true. not a literal burn, but like the anti-evolution, like textbooks and things like that. Just as long can as you liken balanced, that? Just as balanced, basically, is my push to it. I mean, if you want to, if you want to teach another like precept to the beginning of the, the universe, leave it out of a science class because that's based on empirical evidence, empiricism. You could do like a class of just origin stories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and to be honest, I feel like it should. Now be you're just talking about the topic. I was talking well, about contrasting and comparing. Well, the thing, the thing so, is, like the sh the separation of church and state is one of the things that this country is based on, and the fact that they're allowed to teach a creationism story as 
fact in a public school is kind of ridiculous. So you're, what you're trying to say is that... Regardless the, of your religious views, that should be separate. So what you're saying is that the destruction of the Library of Alexandria is akin to the shutting down of City of Heroes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, the killing thoughts. of creativity and knowledge and a built-up of history, yes. Mm. That okay. is completely correct. Great. Uh, I think that wraps up the Derp Dome. For now. Derpy Show. Alright guys, I hope you uh, enjoyed hanging out and witnessing the Herp in the Derp Dome in its entirety. Uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed it. How do you guys feel about participating in it? Completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Alright, what about you, Neofaust? Um... I have a feeling this is going to come back to bite me later in my life. I agree. I hope so. Yeah. I hope nobody I know ever watches this. Everybody you know is going to watch this. Oh yeah, we're going to put this all over Facebook and the YouTubes. Thank you guys. I really appreciate that. And Tumblr and Twitter and we're going to uh, send it out Google to Plus. MySpace and Google+. Plus. I'm yeah. going to go in the bathroom and cry now. We're going to see if the proto men will play parts of it on their tour. Hey, look, look at the bright side. At least you didn't use your real name. I, 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 I my DJ name. Yeah. I have yeah. to change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Uh, they think that they might be going into witness protection programs after this. So you may never see them again, but we will be back next month with more Derpy Show. We hope you're enjoying Derp Simber. Yes, Derp Simber. Derpy Show. So I, I wrote something. What did you write? I wrote a poem. Okay. And by write... I didn't know you had the capability of writing poems. Well, I didn't write it. I guess I typed it. And by typed it, I mean I copied someone else's poem and changed a few words around. Oh. But... This sounds more like something you would do. Yeah, I believe this more falls into the realm of parody. Okay. Which is fair enough. Um, I, I'm doing a parody of the infamous Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, cool. So, that's really appropriate since this is coming out, like, right before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we thought it's like a little, you know, everyone wanted some Christmas stuff, so... I figured this will help get them into the the, the reason of the season. <laughs> the, 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 the reason of the season. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, so this is How the Boar Derped Herpmas by Dr. Snorlax. By Dr. Snorlax. Oh, you wrote PhD on a piece of paper now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Every herp down in Derpville liked Herpmas a lot, but the boar, who lived just north of Derpville, did not. The boar hated Herpmas, the whole Herpmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one quite knows the reason. It could be his bandwidth was capped far too light. It could be, perhaps, that the sun was too bright. But I think that the most likely of perps may have been that his herp was two sizes too derp. But whatever the reason, the bandwidth or perps, he stood there on Herpmas Eve, hating the derps. Staring down from the net with a sour, bory frown at the warm lighted windows below in their town. <laughs> For he knew every herp down in Dirtville behind was busy now hanging a fuck ya pie sign. And they're playing their derp step, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is herpness. It's practically here. Then he growled with his boar fingers nervously drumming. I must find some way to stop herpness from coming. For tomorrow he knew all the herps, derp insane, would break bright and early, they derp all the same. And then, oh that train, oh the train, 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 that's the one thing he hated, that train, 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 train. Then the herps, young and old, would jam out with a beat, and they'd beat, and they'd beat, and they'd beat, beat, beat. 
they would beat out Herp Crabcore and rare Herp Jazz Beats, which was something the boar couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he'd liked least of all. Every Herp down in Derpville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Herp Miss Bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand and the Herps would start singing. They'd sing and they'd sing and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the boar thought of this Derp Herp Miss Sing, the more the boar thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for five and three months I've put up with it now. I must stop this Herp Miss from coming. But how? Then he got an idea. A derpy idea. The boar got a wonderful derpy idea. I know just what to do. The boar laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Krampus-type legs of a goat. And he chuckled and clucked. What a great boarish trick. With this foot and that leg, I'll look just like that prick. All I need is an antler. The boar looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old boar? <laughs> no, the boar simply said. If I can't find an antler, I'll make one instead. So he called his cat Edgar, he took some red thread, and he tied the big cat on the top of his head. Then he loaded a bag and some big wicked sticks on a ramshackle sleigh so he'd scare all the chicks. Then the boar said, Giddy up! And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the herps lay a snooze in their town. All their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air. All the herps were all dreaming, sweet dreams without care. Then he came to the first little house on the square. This is stop number one. The old Krampus boar hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he beat down the doorway, a rather large show. But if Krampus could do it, then so could this schmo. He got scared only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head by the little herp's room, where the little herp children all slept in a row. These derplings, he grinned are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he cherished the present. Snorlax and Miss Hipster, Nice Jana, Marina, Robojo, Neofaust, Dora, who explored. And he stuffed them in bags. Then the boar, very nimbly, stuffed all the kids one by one up the chimbley. Then he slunk to their records. He took the herp's beats. He took the herp crab core. He took the jazz beats. He cleaned out those vinyls as quick as a flash. Why? That boar even took their LP of The Clash. Then he stuffed all their fun up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the boar, I will stuff up the tree. And the boar grabbed their tree and he started to shove, when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a small herp, little derpy Lou herp, who was surely no perp. The boar had been caught by this tiny herp daughter, who'd got out of bed for a cup of cold water. She stared at the boar and said, Oh, Krampus, why? Why are you taking our herpmas tree? Why? But, you know, that old boar was so herp and so slick, he thought up a lie, and he derped it out quick. Why, my sweet little tot? The fake Krampus lied. There's a light on this tree that's derpy on one side. So I'm taking it home to my cavern, my dear. I'll beat it with reeds, then bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child, then he patted her head, and he got her a drink, and he sent her to bed. And then Derpy Lou Herp went to bed with her cup. He went to the chimney and stuffed that tree up. Then the last thing he took was Reddit for their ire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. In their home, he left nothing but Ethernet wire. And the one little tune that he left in the house was a tune that was even too obscure for Neofaust. Then he did the same thing to the other herps' houses, leaving tunes much too rare for the other herps' mouses. 
It was quarter past dawn, all the herps still abed, all the derps still snooze when he packed up his sled. Packed it up with their children, the nice ones, the naughty, the good and the bad ones, the modest, the gaudy. Three thousand feet up, up the side of Mount Herpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to derp it. Terp, terp to the herps. He was boorishly humming. They're finding out now that no derpmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the herps down in Derpville will all cry, Boo! Who? That's a noise, grinned the boar, that I simply must hear. So he paused, and the boar put his hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad, why the sound sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry, very. He stared down at Dirtville, the boar popped his eyes. Then he shook, what he saw was a shocking surprise. Every herp down in Dirtville, the tall and the small, was singing without any children at all. He hadn't stopped Dirtmas from coming, it came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the boar, with his boar feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without DJs, it came without snores. It came without derp step, train break, crab core. And then he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the boar thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe derpmas, he thought, can't be stolen by boar. Maybe derpmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Derpville, they say that the boar's herp derped three sizes that day. And the minute his derp didn't feel quite so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light, and he brought back the kids and the tunes for the beats. And he, he himself, the boar mixed those jazz beats. The end. <laughs> so there's that, our blatant parody, quotation marks. Of how the boar stole her dirt miss. That was, uh, that was something. It was something. Derpy show. If you guys like all this stuff, don't forget, check us out on YouTube. We do have videos so you can actually see the derp in action. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on those videos, and, uh, they're pretty derpy. They are exceptionally derpy. Yeah. Um, and if you like those, and by like, I mean go to YouTube and click like. Or the thumbs up, whatever the hell that is, thumbs up on YouTube, and you subscribe to us, maybe we'll make more derpy videos. Yeah, there might be more derpy videos in the future, but we have to know that you actually give a crap. Otherwise, we won't bother. Right, so if the two of you listening both click upvote, thumbs up, then we'll know. Yeah, it's true. Um, some things we've been kicking around for videos, uh, we've been thinking about doing game reviews, we've been thinking about doing some uh, video game playing. Yeah, we like video games. Like, just us playing games and uh, so you can see what it's like when we play together. We've also discovered that um, RoboJoe is just as derpy at World of Warcraft as he is in real life. So we've discovered that we laugh at him a lot. So you might laugh at him too. We've been thinking about maybe doing some World of Warcraft playing. Yeah, if you're interested in any of that stuff, let us know. Maybe we'll produce some of it. Yeah. If you don't let us know, we might just do it anyway because fuck you, that's why. Yeah, so what, Big Whoop? You want to fight about it? All right, well, bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to Derpy Show, presented by Nerdy Show. If you enjoyed what you've heard, support the Nerdy Show podcast network by telling a friend, join in on the community forums, or support us with your hard-earned cash and receive exclusive perks. For more episodes of Derpy Show, Nerdy Show, Dungeons & Doritos, and other podcasts, videos, our Minecraft server, and other cool stuff, visit nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store. And remember to follow us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter, at Nerdy Show, to keep up to date on the latest Nerdy Show news.